Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday the 10th of December. India recorded 8,503 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.46 crore. The number of new infections is marginally lower than yesterday's count of 9,419 cases. With 624 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,74,735. As many as 86% of India's eligible population has received the first dose of COVID vaccine, Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandviya informed the parliament today. Rajasthan Health Minister Parsadi Lal Meena said that all the nine people in the state who were found infected with the Omicron variant of the coronavirus disease have been discharged from the hospital on Thursday after they tested negative for the infection twice, the PTI reported. Yesterday, the World Health Organization said it was unclear whether booster COVID-19 vaccine doses were needed against the new Omicron variant and urged rich countries to avoid holding the jabs. The Global Health Agency warned that a rush to stockpile more vaccines, especially without clear evidence that they are needed, would only increase the already unequal vaccine access around the world. Globally, the coronavirus has infected over 268 million people and caused more than 5.28 million deaths so far, according to the Johns Hopkins University. The funeral of Chief of Defence Staff, General Bipin Rawat and his wife, Madhulika Rawat, who were among 13 people killed in a helicopter crash in Tamil Nadu on Wednesday, will be held at the Brar Square Crematorium in Delhi Cantonment today. The army has said that the public can pay their tributes to General Rawat between 10am and 1.30pm today, following which the bodies will be taken to the Brar Crematorium. Several politicians cutting across party lines, such as Union Home Minister Amit Shah, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi and Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal visited the late general's house to pay their respects. Senior military commanders from neighbouring countries of Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Nepal and Bhutan have arrived in New Delhi to attend the final farewell of CDS General Pipin Rawat. The chief will be accorded with the customary 17-gun salute as laid down in the protocols. A total of 800 service personnel will be in attendance for the military funeral of the CDS. Six officers, two each from the Army, the Navy and the Air Force, of the rank of Lieutenant General or equivalent, will be the pallbearers who will carry the national flag. Last rites of Brigadier Lakhvinder Singh Lidder, the defence assistant to General Rawat and the only other person who was positively identified after the crash, was held today morning itself in the presence of Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, National Security Advisor Ajit Doval and Haryana Chief Minister ML Khatta. The Gujarat High Court, late on Thursday, came down heavily on the Ahmedabad Municipal Corporation for seizing food stalls selling non-vegetarian food in the city. Justice Brain Vaishnav heard the plea filed by 25 street vendors whose carts had been seized by the corporation recently. The vendors included those selling non-veg food, eggs as well as vegetables. Making an observation, Justice Brain said, and I quote, Today, someone has a nightmare and tomorrow morning, you'll stop people from selling everything. Don't do it under a drive to satisfy the egos of some people. Unquote. The court also cautioned the civic body that such actions should not be carried under political pressure. The judge further asked the corporation that, just because the party in power says you don't want to eat eggs, you want to stop them. You'll pick them up and take them away. Why are you doing that? 
in their defense, the civic body claimed the drive was not against eateries selling non-vegetarian food, but was aimed to remove illegal shops on roads that were causing hindrance to public and traffic or absolute blockage of pedestrians. While the court claimed it welcomed the act on enroachments, they shouldn't confiscate things under political pressure. Moving on to updates from the winter session of the parliament. For a second day in the row, the opposition stalled their protests on suspended MPs out of respect for the deaths in the CDS chopper crash. A short discussion on climate change was held in both the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha today. Various policy issues such as propagating the use of electric vehicles and achieving a net zero emission target by 2070 were discussed. Various opposition party leaders criticised the government for its inability to take a firm stance on the issue. They called for binding commitments from historically large polluters in our country. The bills scheduled for consideration and passing in the Lok Sabha today include the Narcotics, Drugs and Psychotropic Substances Amendment Bill 2021. The Rajya Sabha is expected to deliberate on bills brought in by private members. Demanding to restore their entry in the parliament, journalists and members of the Press Club of India have been continuously protesting since the start of the winter session, urging the government to restore their access to the parliament for coverage. Media, which is also referred to as the fourth pillar of democracy, has an active and direct role to play in keeping a check on what the parliament or the first pillar of a democracy is up to. As the representatives we elect sit and decide on laws that will govern us for the rest of our lives, it is the job of the media to ensure that citizens get a detailed account of whatever our babus are up to. Listeners, in the recent past, this direct oversight capacity of the media to directly report from the parliament has been marred with impediments as journalists are trying to raise their long-standing demand for restoration of access to the parliament ever since it was restricted due to COVID. As cinema halls, restaurants and public spaces begin operating at their full capacity, journalists have been protesting outside the parliament, urging the government to restore their access. Our reporter, Tanishka Sodhi, went on ground to cover the protest. You can read the full report titled, This is a fight to finish. Journalists take to street against curbs on parliament entry. Only on newslaundry.com. We are able to report in great detail on issues such as these because we are a reader-supported news organization. We are accountable to only you, our subscribers. So, if you're not a subscriber already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscriptions start as low as rupees 300 a month. Also, while you're there, do check out the sessions of this year's Media Rumble, which are now available to watch on our YouTube channel. Several Congress leaders in Goa resigned from the party ahead of General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi's visit to the state today, reported the PTI. A group of party leaders from the Puravuram Assembly constituency in Goa turned in their resignations today with support of an independent MLA, Rohan Conte. A senior leader from South Goa, Moreno Rebello, also resigned. According to the NDTV, the possible reasons for this mass exodus could be dissatisfaction with nominations as well as confusion over the party's possible alliances. A former Zilla Panchayat member, Kupesh Naik, told the media that the Congress party does not seem to be interested in contesting the upcoming Goa elections seriously. He also said that it is a non-starter due to the attitude of some of its leaders. Earlier this week, MLA and former Chief Minister Ravi Nayak had tendered his resignation from the State Assembly. Nayak had joined the Bharatiya Janata Party on the same day of his resignation, the Times of India reported. 
Priyanka Gandhi's visit to Goa today is expected to give the party leaders some clarity. A special repatriation flight from Kabul with around 110 people including Afghan citizens belonging to the Hindu and Sikh communities arrived in India today the ANI reported the flight chartered by the government of India is being operated from Kabul the repatriation mission included indian citizens who have been stranded in the country as well as afghan citizens belonging to the Hindu and Sikh community along with spouses of indian citizens according to a statement by the india world forum The three Shri Guru Granth Sahib from historical gurudwaras in Afghanistan and Hindu religious scriptures including Ramayana, Mahabharat and Bhagavad Gita from the ancient 5th century Asmai Mandir Kabul are also being flown to India. India has evacuated 565 persons from Afghanistan since August when the Taliban took over. The government stated last week in the Lok Sabha That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Music